I'm Erica. And I'm Jules. Most people have at least one thing that they can't or won't eat. Yeah, we're definitely like that. We started this podcast to talk about the gluten-free food industry. Like new products and some of the stories behind your favorite brands. And living life with a specialty diet and also some important healthcare topics. Since we're basically both broken inside. You had me at eat. Love your ears. Good God. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of You Had Me to Eat. Um, for those of you who are listening, um, you're missing out because we're wearing our <laughs> Halloween keys, Halloween costumes. Um, I'm uh, uh, someone who likes to get drunk at the Enchanted Tiki Room. So I'm wearing a tiki shirt and tiki ears. Um, and so that's not really much of a costume really, for you. That's kind honestly, of like who you actually are. It's your it's inner a, spirit it's animal. It's a daily, mm-hmm. daily wear kind of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And this is uh, Jules, who is a cat. Meow. Wow. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Meow. So good. Yes. I I am <clears throat> I'm definitely a cat mom. So I'm wearing my little cat ears. I love it. It's Halloween soon. Thank it's, you. Uh, we'll be talking about that in a hot second. But just in case you were worried by what you saw. Uh, in front of you. <laughs> yes. And this is what's also normal. lovely is Jules, do you want to raise your shoulder? Yes. I can look look what I can do. Look, I have nice. range of motion on my shoulder. I know. Look at that. Jules. Yeah, very, um, very excited. During the break, had the audacity to go have shoulder surgery. <laughs> so I know, right? Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, that I will say that that hurt, but I'm happy to say that I can do it. So, yes. Um, For those of you who forgot, um, Jules, <laughs> on Christmas, is it Christmas? Christmas Day. Christmas yeah, Day. Christmas Day. Um, took mm-hmm. a tumble down the stairs like some sort Just of Netflix week. murder mystery. And mm-hmm. while she wasn't murdered by her own audacity of falling down the stairs to rush <laughs> to get a picture of her child. Yeah. Um, she broke a million different things. So yeah. she finally got shoulder surgery yeah. and here she is. And, and it's forever memorialized on another episode of you had me at eat. <laughs> you can see all of the bruising and the slings and me in a boot mm-hmm. and all of the fun stuff. Yeah. That <clears throat> you could go back in time and watch that anytime you like on YouTube. So yeah, it's just the story is good enough to hear <sighs> again. Um, mm-hmm. so Yay. We're so happy that Jules had surgery and is recovering and is in a constant state of recovery because shoulder surgeries require a lot of physical therapy. Yes. Yes, very much so. It's like another job. Yeah. Which uh, you have to pay for. So it's actually like the worst job (laughs) ever. It is the worst job ever. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't recommend it. So, So here's the PSA for today. Kids use handrails when going down the stairs seriously. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's yeah. a lot. Uh, uh, we're, we're happy you're back. We're happy to record again. Um, and actually the day before she had surgery, we were both in Salt Lake city together. Um, yes. so you may have seen us at the, uh, the jewels, uh, the GF jewels booth at, um, the, my gluten-free world expo in Salt Lake city. Um, the day before the poor day before she went in to have shoulder surgery. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, it was a crazy few weeks because the week the weekend before that was the Baltimore Expo. Mm-hmm. So there's Baltimore Expo, Utah Expo, shoulder surgery. Recovery. And here we are. Recovery. 
And here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have been. So I just figured get it out of the way, you know? <laughs> Why not? Nothing else to do this time of year. <laughs> um, I've been sure. traveling as well. So we'll catch you up on those travels in a future episode. Um, but right now we want to talk about Salt Lake City Expo because that was just where we were at. We um, we talked about it in the, the previous episode that we were going to be there. So let's talk about it. How was it? Was it magical? Jules, I love Salt Lake City. You love Salt Lake City. What a great place to be. Oh, yeah. And the weather was amazing. Utah is just gorgeous and um, met some beautiful people and um it was it was a lot of fun. It was it was great having you at the booth. I always love getting to hang out with you and like make waffles together. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Yeah. And the yeah, Airbnb, we, got to, we got to get our picture. Yeah, and the Airbnb. Oh, the Airbnb. Let us let us thank the oven and the Airbnb for working so yeah. hard to help us bake mm-hmm. endless, endless Italian breads. At yes. six in the morning, the only thing you want to smell instead of coffee is garlic. <laughs> garlic roasted garlic <laughs> yeah that yeah. was uh that was the smell that greeted us every morning yes i feel was. like i just we, smelled like we that worked for very four hard days. At that expo but you know what you had to yeah there were thirteen thousand people i think did. it was like a twelve thousand or whatever was the final count or thirteen thousand it was wild um and it was just non-stop people mm-hmm. saying oh my god this is the best and i'm like yeah where have you been you know, why don't you know this? Of course, it's the best. It's amazing. It's GF Jewels. <laughs> and people were just so alarmed by how good gluten-free products could be from a mix. And I think that that yeah. says so much about you because your products are so good. Your bread, you made the bread, uh, your husband made the bread talk because you took the bread and you're like, yes, <laughs> I can be squishy and I'm not hard and scary. Yes. He loves to do that. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It was so much fun. And everyone loves seeing you. They're like, is that the real jewels? And I'm like, yes, she's a real person. <laughs> Here she is. Yes. Yes. It's always fun doing those shows because um, it, you know, you, you live in your silos, right? You know, and like, I'm just, I'm used to, you know, talking to people who, obviously know Mm -hmm. my brand and um, know me from social media or know me from my products or whatever. And so it's fun to do those shows and people walk up and, you know, they're like, what's GF jewels? You know, (laughs) like how can you not know? (laughs) Like, it's just funny. Like there, most people don't. Right. And that's, that's the beauty of, of doing shows like that. And it's fun because then you get to introduce people to something brand new that they've never been exposed to. And, um, and and I've heard from people since the show who like, you know, bought a pancake mix or pizza mix or whatever, and they've, you know, gone home and made it and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for making gluten-free taste great and, you know, making it easy and making life normal. And, you know, I just, I don't know where you've been all my life or whatever. And that's like, oh, I've been in like, Maryland. <laughs> where? <laughs> where have you been? Yeah. It's wild. It's so wild because everyone's like, is this new? This is amazing. Is this new? And I'm like, no, she's been doing this um, since we were wee babies. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's wild. We And I'm like, yeah, she's kind of like a big deal in the industry. She's an editor of Gluten-Free Magazine. She's like the number one blogger, lifetime personality, whatever. Like, she's Mm -hmm. all the things. I'm like, remember the 20 parts per million? She had a critical role in it. It's just like, come on, you guys. But all these new people who are gluten-free don't know anything about the history Mm -hmm. of it. And that's fine. Right. I didn't know about it before I got into it, but it's really interesting to hear their like 
to, to see their eyes light up when we talk about like how long you've been doing this and like how you started. And they're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yay. Well, and I, I think it's important um, when you're talking to people and, and introducing them to stuff like that, to let them know too, that, um, I mean, I have been doing this since I mean, my first book was published in 2006 and we've been selling flowers since 2008 because a lot of people say, and I don't know if anyone said this to you, but um, I hear this a lot of times. People are like, well, I'm a, I'm a little bit leery of trying a brand, you know, that I don't see on store shelves because I'm afraid of getting attached to it. And then it, it goes out of business mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be around anymore. And I'm like, like, no, well, I've been too, around as long. a business. I am <laughs> I know, also afraid too. of that. <laughs> I know, but I have been around like, longer than just about any other gluten-free brand. So, um, you know, I'm, I don't plan on going anywhere, God forbid. Um, so yeah, you know, I just, I want people to know that there is some longevity to it and I'm not in it for, you know, trying to make a a buck and sell out or something like that. And and it's not going to go away. So, um, I think that gives people some comfort, I guess, to know that, you know, the brand has been around for a long time, but it's fun. I love, I love meeting new people. I did not get to walk around like you did no. at the expo. Um, she left the booth one time, one time. And it that was, was the most important. <laughs> like we must leave the booth because I looked over there are llamas and they were actual <laughs> llamas and there was no people. And I'm like, are, can we just go like go over there? And so I ran over there and then I, I texted Jules. I go, get over here. There are yes. llamas. Yes. So we'll put in um, pepper in some videos of us with the llamas, but they were really cute. And for some time they had to leave the expo floor because yeah. something or like, is this a health department thing? They weren't around. They weren't around food that was being made. So I'm not really sure what the regulations are around llamas. Um but yeah. they were there and plenty mm. of people got in there, got they their pictures. Their with them. Yeah. <laughs> so that was wild and mm-hmm. fun. Um, That's very cute. That might even be the cover uh, mm-hmm. of this episode. So we'll see how, how those photos go. Um, but I walked around yeah. and there yeah. was oh. lots of awesome stuff. I mean, I really love the mom and pop bakeries that are there mm-hmm. um, in Utah. Um, there were, quite a lot of brands. There was a gluten-free chicken truck, um, like a food truck, which was really cool. Um, my favorite sushi place, Tsunami, had their uh, teriyaki sauces for sale. They have a jalapeno teriyaki sauce that they make in-house. And mm-hmm. I always stock up with them there. So once a year, I stock up with mm-hmm. a couple bottles. And I actually made it last night. I love making it. It's like a spicy teriyaki sauce, which I absolutely love. And we do stir fry with it. Um, So we threw in some carrots and mushrooms and green onions and chicken and rice and topped it with this amazing jalapeno teriyaki sauce. So mm-hmm. I ate basically nothing but tsunami, which is the amazing um Yeah, you introduced us to that. And so good. I, that I was blown away at how well they handled gluten-free on their menu, but also when we got takeout from them, when it came in like a different kind of bag, because there was one one person in our party who didn't order gluten-free and everyone else ordered the gluten-free and it was so well labeled, but then the non-gluten-free stuff came in a different bag and it was like a different color and it didn't say gluten-free on it. I mean, it was like, 
it was handled so well. And and you and I both looked at each other. We're like, why can't they all be like this? Seriously. You know, this was just a dream to be able to just say, I, I know, and I trust that they're, that they did it right. And then that, um, you know, there were so many choices and it was so delicious and it was so safe. Yeah. Great. So I love that. Good on you. I love that place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I go to sushi across the country and there is not one other one that is like affordable sushi that does Mm -hmm. this. Um, You know, I've been to Uchiko in Austin and their stuff is very esoteric and very pricey. And of course, if you're in these like very high end sushi places where it costs like $40 for a slice of fish, there's going to be some sort of chef that's like, oh, I understand, you know, and they're like, we'll yeah. modify this because it's a $40 slice of raw fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but a tsunami is affordable and it's a family friendly restaurant where they have like actual entrees that you can get mm-hmm. that are gluten free, like teriyaki chicken, you know? So yeah. Salt Lake City has a lot. I didn't take you to Joy Luck, which is a gluten free Chinese food place there. The Asa does a great job. That. Yeah. I love it there. I didn't get to eat there this time. Um, and then one of our favorite new finds, which is weird because I only yeah. met them through you, was Trey Scotto's Cafe. Yes. And they are not really good. They're not a gluten-free place, but they offer mm-hmm. gluten-free muffins that they make with your flour. Mm-hmm. And that is the only baked good that they make. Everything else is like sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, no, they, they do make some other baked goods that are not gluten-free, but they oh. have it in a separate oh. area of the kitchen. And so they'll make, I think, like maybe cookies and scones or something like that. Oh. And they make those that are not gluten-free. But they, um, the way that they do it, and, and of course, every every place handles things differently when they do things that are gluten-free and not gluten-free. But the way that, that this place handles it is that they have an area in the back that is their gluten-free kitchen prep area. And all that they make that's gluten-free is muffins. Mm-hmm. So all of the muffin prep stuff and the muffin pans and you know all of that stuff is all dedicated gluten-free and then if they make anything else whatever they're making is um you know has gluten in it has other um utensils and pots and pans and that kind of stuff and they make that in a different area it saves like sandwiches and stuff um yeah mm -hmm. that are not gluten-free but their muffins somehow even though it's your flour so i shouldn't be surprised are so freaking good and they're vegan too so amazing yeah, they were really, really good. Yeah, everybody loved the muffins, but um, look what I can do. Uh, I just moved my arm in a really cool way. Amazing. <laughs> so, it so good. Yeah. Um, but the the other interesting thing about Tres Gatos, they ha- are like famous for their chai. It's... And um, I just happened to order their chai because chai is like my drink. I love, love chai. And I ordered their chai and I was like, oh my God gosh, this is like the best chai I've ever had. It's the best chai and the pe- I've ever had. Yeah. And so, and, and I, you know, so I, I like had other people taste the chai because I was like, you know, you guys got to taste this chai and the other people don't normally order chai. And then they started ordering the chai because we went there every day. <laughs> so we're like, these so muffins good. are so good and the chai is so good. But um, the other, the interesting thing about Chase Gatos that I thought was really cool was after we were there, and we met Breck, the owner. She was just amazing. I love her. Um, and, you know, we were talking to the staff. Everybody there was so great. And their their logo's great. And their stickers are great. Like, the, just the vibe is so great. Like, just the positivity and the energy there. I just loved it. Um, but we were, you know, spending some time with them. And so she went back and, like, 
was looking at their, um, you know, their muffins and, you know, sales of their muffins versus their other stuff. She's like, you know, now that I started looking at it, like we sell way more gluten-free muffins than we do anything else. And they're not a gluten-free like bakery. They're not Mm -hmm. a muffin shop. They're not anything else. But word has gotten out that, you know, these muffins are fantastic and people buy them who are not gluten-free and people buy them who don't need to eat vegan. And, you know, and that's the whole idea, right? Like if your food is good enough that everyone wants it, it doesn't matter that it's gluten-free or that it's vegan or whatever. And that should be the goal, like elevate the the food to be good enough that everyone won't want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it great for the rest of us who have to eat gluten-free or you have to eat vegan or whatever your dietary restriction is. Raise your game. Yeah. Like make it good enough that everyone wants it. It's not that they have so many people who are gluten-free eating those muffins. It's that the muffins are that good. Mm-hmm. And people who are gluten-free are eating them, but so is everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the idea. So they're just doing it right. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was wild. I went there the day that you guys left at like four in the morning or something. I went there. It was so busy. I literally yeah. had to take a seat inside and the line was wrapped around it. And I'm like, this is wild. And it's just like in the middle of Midvale, Utah. And it's yeah. not like in a busy part of town. Like you have to drive there knowing that you're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, huh, okay, this is amazing. And it's like the best chai I've ever had. And the muffins were incredible. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very grateful that I know about this place now because it's 100% the only coffee shop I'm going to when I'm back in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah, and it was really close to Sandy. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like just a few minutes away. Yeah. Like most people are like, where's Midvale? But it was like right outside of Sandy. Mm-hmm. So it was super easy to get to. It was adorable. Like Midvale yeah. is like super cute. But it, everybody that we were talking to, like that no one knew about it. And then people started going and they were like, this is awesome. Yeah, so, it's yeah. great. Yeah. If you're, if you're a coffee shop or a bakery and you're thinking about doing gluten-free or whatever, take a page out of that playbook because they're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I wish more coffee shops were like that here. We have one that sells amazing coffee. That's right. Walking distance and I'm gluten-free and then a new store just moved in and that owner is also gluten-free. And she goes, this is BS. Like, why can't that coffee shop have one thing that's for us? And I'm like, I don't know, should I just start selling baked goods there? She goes, I wish you would, because I really just want something to go with my coffee that I get every morning at the store that I work in next to this coffee shop. It's just wild Mm -hmm. to me that people are missing out so much on a like 10% or whatever of customers that like are choosing to eat gluten-free or reduce gluten from their diet. Yeah. Yep. Business sense. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What are you making for Halloween, Jules? Oh, geez. Okay, so have you been watching my feed at all? Because I'm going a little bit crazy on the Halloween recipes. A little wild. And I haven't even gotten through maybe two-thirds of my recipes yet. So I've I've got a lot more coming. So who's eating these, Jules? Because you're making a (laughs) whole lot. And I know that you eat sweets, but not this much. So who's eating all these? Well, okay. Th- there's some, there's some gluten-free kids in my neighborhood. And then, um, I have some friends just, you know, around who are, um, are 
celiac and they have families. And so I just, I sort of put it out on APB whenever I bake stuff. Yeah. New food. I mean, but then also when I post stuff, I don't, I'm not always making it right now. Some of these are recipes that I've already made before. So yeah. Cause like, especially with my arm right now, like I can't like bake as fast and furious as I might want to all the time. As you used to. I'll be back. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, but I did, I did make something yesterday. It wasn't for Halloween, but it's fall. Um, and it was, it was actually something that I discovered at the, um, the Salt Lake Expo is a brand called clean Monday meals, which you already knew about. Yes. She's Um, great. And yeah. So, um, she sent me their, um, spicy ramen seasoning and I, put something up yesterday in my stories and I was like, what should I make with it? And he was like, you could really put it in anything. And I was like, what should I make? What should I make? And then I ended up um, having to go to this thing last night and I needed to bring an appetizer last minute. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make pumpkin hummus and I'm going to just throw this spicy ramen seasoning into the pumpkin hummus. Have you ever made hummus before? With garbanzo beans? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know That's it's super yeah. easy. Just, you know, open a can of chickpeas and just make some like, aquafaba. Them yeah. And- yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so I, I, um, added the seasoning to it instead of what I normally put in there. I just threw her seasoning into it instead. Mm. It was really tasty. So That's I'm cool. going to share that today. Um, and we'll, we'll drop a link, um, into the notes here for my pumpkin hummus recipe. It's like eight ingredients. You dump it all in a blender. It's done in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It could not be easier. It's so good. And, um, I thought that the seasoning was really good in it. I wanted too. you to so, make pull apart rolls uh, with it. Although I'm sure that require kneading. Um, make pull apart rolls with the seasoning. Yeah. Like spicy pull apart rolls or something like seasoned um, pull apart rolls. I, I mean, I'm not making you make anything. I don't, I can't be there to eat it. So it doesn't really matter. I will be making pull apart rolls for Thanksgiving for sure. So I guess I could do that. Um, yeah, but no, there's no needing for that. I just use like a um, ice cream scoop when I make the pull apart rolls. I oh, just like okay. scoop it and then um, makes nice round rolls mm. with it. Um, but yeah, no, you could use that seasoning in just about anything. It's so yeah. good. But for Halloween, um, one of my favorite things to do for Halloween, and and this is like a zig when they zag kind of thing, but um, is I like to make gingerbread houses for Halloween. Spooky gingerbread houses. Kind of weird, but. Are they spooky? Of course. They're spooky. Because, I mean, there's so much cool Halloween candy out there. Yeah. And that's how you decorate the gingerbread house is with the Halloween candy. So I make gingerbread houses for Valentine's Day. You sure for, do. You make them for um, everything. Halloween and for, like, the Christmas holidays. Have you made your shot? You sure do, Jules. You sure do. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's did you make yours already or are you going to make yours? To and you could do it. No. No, I haven't made it yet. No, because I only just bought some Halloween candy. So you know, I'm a little behind. I um, am behind in a lot of things in life right now, but the one thing I'm not behind in oh, so this is our giant bag. Of love it candy that Matt can't eat because it's our teal pumpkin project candy. He's got Yum Earth gummies, mm-hmm. Yum Earth lollipops, and those are all top eight free 
partake um, teal for Teal Pumpkin Project chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, we have free to be sunflower buttercups, which are top eight allergen free. So, so good. That's why Matt's mm-hmm. not allowed because he loves these. Yum Earth Giggles, which are <laughs> the versions of Skittles. Have you ever had those? Uh, my kids have. I don't like Skittles. So. I'm not a big candy person. I know you aren't. I don't even know why I'm showing you these because I'm so excited and you're just like so anticlimactic about it. But <laughs> no, I mean, you got to show me. And, you know. <laughs> and then um, these teeny tiny made good granola bars. Oh, see now, I love are. those. I tiny. know. They're so cute. They come in like this yeah. big Halloween box. Yeah, um, I have and, a picture of that on my yeah. Halloween candy post. What else? We've got any more things. This is this bag is so huge, but um, so loud, so very loud. I know it's ASMR. <laughs> it's candy ASMR. <laughs> candy. It's not relaxing at all. Ew. Oh, this one's open. Okay, uh-huh. I'm gonna have to eat that later. So, also <laughs> in here, which Matt. I can't find because Matt might have eaten them already, are the Starburst mm-hmm. knockoffs that are from Yum Earth. I don't remember what yes, they're called. Yes, Hallie likes those they're a so lot. freaking mm-hmm. good. Anyway, so that's okay. So, but here's another option. This is more mainstream, but this giant bag—it's huge. This is huge, but it's from the Tootsie Roll Company, and I just bought this like at Rite Aid the other day when I went to go get my COVID and my flu shot. Um, I got a $5 off coupon at Rite Aid um, for getting my flu shot. And I was like, yes, I will take that and buy candy with it. So I bought this giant bag and the whole bag is gluten-free and it says so on the back. And peanut-free free and gluten-free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because everything from Tootsie Roll Company is. So anyway, it's got like Tootsie Rolls and dipping dot thingies in there and fruit chews. And, and They're not dipping dots. They are dots. Like Whatever they are. Dipping dots, dots is that yes. amazing astronaut ice, ice creamy cream. thing. I yeah. miss it so yeah, much. It's, yeah. Well, this one is, you know, going in my teal pumpkin thing. So, um, yeah. And um, it was it was a pretty good deal. It was like on sale for like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, it was a great deal because that this bag of candy is like two hundred dollars worth of teal project teal yeah. pumpkin project candy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm like, listen, yeah, this if nobody comes really this year, mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat all of this, so it doesn't really matter. There yeah. you go. Yeah, and we do well, we buy like normal um, candy for like the regular kids, but we yeah. always offer obviously teal pumpkin project yeah. and like our neighbor gives out full-size candy bars so like come on we can't compete with that but we do have no. a teal pumpkin no. just in case no. anyone has i'm like does anyone have allergies and they're like no and i'm like okay well i'm yeah. gonna ask every single trick-or-treater you're welcome yeah i do the same thing and and i know i mean we have um some celiac kids as i mentioned earlier in our neighborhood mm-hmm. so i mm-hmm. have to and and people come from all over obviously you don't you don't know where people yeah. are coming from but like i literally have two kids like within shouting distance of my house who have celiac disease. Um, so I definitely have um, the teal pumpkin. I already have it out on my porch so that everyone mm-hmm. knows So do I. that there will be a teal pumpkin um, loaded with um, safe treats on Halloween here. But um, we're going to drop a link in the notes to my um, Halloween candy list mm-hmm. posting because 
all of the stuff that Erica just talked about is in there as well as the information on to the Tootsie Roll company, but also information on how to find safe candy because there are a lot of gluten-free candy lists that are out um, that, you know, sometimes they get, they're outdated. I just, a while. Listener, um, found a, I found a bag of the Chewies, which are the Starburst dupes. Oh, yes. So I was very excited. Yeah, yeah. I even interrupted Jules because yeah. I was so freaking excited to find this. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Please. The link <laughs> okay. that Jules has, has literally everything in it and talks about how to find candy, how to read labels, which is so critically yeah. important, especially during this time where so many brands make seasonal shapes that are produced in different facilities or make different flavors. So the listing that I have not only talks about like which ones are gluten-free, which ones are not gluten-free, but it teaches you how to figure that out for yourself, which mm-hmm. I think is like so important. Teach a man how to yeah. fish, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And there's obviously uh, every year people get into heated arguments about the Reese's shapes and whether or not they are safe, um, the seasonal shapes and whether or not M&Ms are safe. And people are always asking these questions. And, you know, the bottom line is you have to make these decisions for yourself or for your kiddos. And no one is judging you for how you, Eric and I are not judging you. I don't know about other people. I'd be judging you, you. but (laughs) I I am. Eric is going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. But the point is, I try to give you the facts in this post and then you do with it what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, The, these companies are telling you information on their packaging and, you know, you can take from that what you want. You can, um, you can choose to ignore it if you want, but my perspective is that there are plenty of choices that are labeled gluten-free and there are plenty of companies like the ones that Erica just pointed out that are going above and beyond mm-hmm. to create super safe products for your gluten-free kiddos. And um, I choose to patronize those companies and the ones that um, are labeling things as gluten-free and, um, you know, going to the trouble of saying, you know, hey, we've made this product that, you know, we deem to be safe for people who are living gluten-free rather than um, buying something that is either not labeled gluten-free or maybe iffy one way or the other Mm -hmm. and taking a risk because to me, you don't have to, because there's so many choices out there that are um, safe now, but you can do what you want to do. Um, I just wouldn't put the ones that are not labeled gluten-free in a teal pumpkin. (laughs) Like that's not right. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing is that Reese's, for example, which the seasonal shapes are never labeled gluten-free, the other ones tend to be, and I list out there the ones that are, they even have um, ones now that are, have pretzels in them that are labeled gluten-free, which blows my mind. Like mm-hmm. how cool that they have chose gluten-free, gluten-free pretzels. pretzels. Yes. yes. And yeah. potato chips. And, Amazing. Yeah, and those are labeled gluten free, and yet, and yet, want to eat the ones that aren't. It has to be a pumpkin shape. That's and the listen, one you're just going to die I, on that. I get on that it. It's made <laughs> in a different facility where yeah. they are not. Their number one priority is not necessarily for the gluten free labeling. Yeah. I get that. I understand. Some people eat it. I don't care. You make your own decisions. I'm not going to judge mm-hmm. you. But like, 
I guess it's a, it's a, it's the same thing. It, it tastes like everything else. If you're choosing to yeah. buy that over one that's labeled gluten free, I don't necessarily get it, unless you're making it for something, or unless like if you're the only choice of candy is a pumpkin shaped Reese's, which is in that case, I don't know where you are, but okay, like you know, <laughs> you do you. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, yeah, there's so many amazing other opportunities. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you if you eat it, but like, you don't. That's not the hill to die on. There's so many other things yeah. that you can choose in your life that you want to fight <laughs> yes. for. That's yes. not one I'm I'm willing to spend any more emotional, mental, or physical time on. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. My um, I I try to point that out in my uh, in my post too that, that there are plenty of other choices. And but, then you're going to um, be called hopefully, uh, fear monger. You know, so you know we got to deal with what you do. You know you just got to deal with it in this lovely community. But yeah. again, pick the fights that you want to fight and everything else. You just yeah. brush it off your shoulder, your functioning shoulder. <laughs> my, this one, mm-hmm. my functioning shoulder, I brush that off. So as we're recording this, there was an announcement um, of some awards that came out that um, you had played a big part in, Erica, from USA Today. Can you tell us more about those? Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm a pretty big deal. Uh, you are. big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USA <laughs> Today has this website called 10 Best, and they recruit um, experts in the field to um, help them create a list of best items. So I did the best vegan items and best gluten-free items and like best gluten-free bakery across the country, best gluten-free beer, best gluten-free pizza restaurant, um, best gluten-free frozen pizza. That's also vegan. So they recruited me to nominate a bunch of um, brands because that's basically all I know. All I know is gluten-free brands, you know, (laughs) it's kind of my thing, kind of what I eat every day. So as an expert, I got to nominate my favorites and kind of um, write a a reason why they should be nominated. And um, then based on that, the general public got to vote. And I don't know who these people are that voted. Um, I don't I don't really know the other experts that are on the panels, too. So um, obviously, best gluten-free bakeries, like that's my jam. That's what I know. I'm best gluten-free beer. Again, my jam, what I know. And then best like pizzerias. I can only nominate the ones that I've been to. Um, But it was really interesting. So literally the announcements came on right when Jules and I were about to record. So I wanted to share with you the winners. So best gluten-free bakery, kind of weird because the winner is not one I've ever been to. And I think they probably got a lot of votes from people who are in the state because it's in Mobile, Alabama. I've never even been to Mobile, Alabama, but it's called Gunkles. And now that I know that they ship nationwide, I'm going to try it out. Have you ever heard about this place? Jules? Nope. No? It's a no from you. Um, nope. And then the other one nope. that, is, no. that is number two is one of the ones that I thought was my personal favorite, which is Hell Yeah Gluten-Free out of Atlanta, Georgia. Their stuff is incredible. Um, really, really freaking good. Um, and so I know that they were really excited to be nominated for that. Um, coming in third is Twist Bakery in Burlington and um, Millis, Massachusetts. A lot of East Coast people love Twist Bakery. They're at all the gluten-free shows, which I think is really rad. 
Number four, Mariposa, which is not surprising. We've been there. We've had stuff from there. It's amazing. Um, Number five is Spooky Squirrels, which I was very excited because it's in Arizona. And the woman who was on it was on Halloween Baking Championship, which I absolutely love. And while a lot of their stuff isn't dairy-free, their stuff is very good. Um, Number six is Hail Life Baking. Where is it? Um, It's in Chandler. So outside of Phoenix, I have never brought you anything because they have very limited dairy-free options, Um, but it's super cute. Everything is horror themed. Have I not told you about this place? It's so cool. They also have a horror museum in their gluten-free bakery. I did a reel about it once and I'm like, this is, is, this place is so weird and I love it so much. Um, Number six is Hail Life Bakery, which we know Laura and Taylor that own obviously Mm -hmm. Hail Life and they have so many locations now. It's wild. Good for them. Number seven is Wildflower out of Seattle. Number eight is one that I've never been to, which is Mopoeasy Bakery in Denville, New Jersey. Never been there. Have you ever heard of them? I've never been no. there. Number nine is Wheat's End Bakery and Cafe. Number 10 is Kira's Bake Shop. So I will say there are some glaring, glaring errors on this list. <laughs> Yeah, there's some missing. And I'm very mad. Petunia's Pies and Cakery, probably my favorite place in in um in Oregon because of the fact that it's all dairy-free, so I can have everything there. I love Kira's, but some of their amazing stuff is not dairy-free, which is great. Yeah. Lake Oswego is so blessed to have that. But for downtown Portland, that's definitely one. And then Pushkin's. I how is Pushkin's not on there, you know? Yeah, I know. Anyway, Sacramento's oh, well. finest, just an incredible place. They also have a restaurant called Siblings. Jules and I have been there. Yes. Oh, so, so while good. this is a list that I am proud to have contributed to, I am saddened by some of the choices. That's okay. That's how general voting goes, it's, right? Yep. It's all about who It is what it is. Vote. Next, I will tell you, is best gluten-free beer. I don't agree with this either. <laughs> just gonna tell you but it's clear that you had nothing to do with the voting you only had to do with the I had n- just to reiterate nothing to do with the voting and nothing to do with some of the things on the list that are not dedicated gluten-free so just yeah. saying that number one yeah. is from a place called departed souls which i think is great it's a gluten-free ingredient beer 100 gluten-free in new jersey it's a black ipa hmm. which i am not a fan of but good for them excited hmm. second i, I will tell you it's made from I don't know with you, but I'm going to look at it after we yeah, get up this totally call. I'm going to look at that. Mm-hmm. Second one is is my favorite holiday, Buckwhip Belgian, which is the one that I really, really wanted to win because um, I yeah. think it's incredible. Um, third is another one of my absolute favorites. Obviously, I nominated it. Of course, it's my favorite. Is It came from the Haze Hazy IPA from Ghostfish out of Seattle. Love, love Ghostfish. So yes. good. Um, we're not going to talk about number four because it's gluten removed. Um uh, it's number, dead to us. It's dead to us. Number five is Alt <laughs> Brew, which is out of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Dedicated gluten-free. Number six. Ugh, I don't want to talk about that. Um, number seven. <laughs> I'm being very selective. Number seven is a dedicated gluten-free brewery in Oregon. It's called Beerly Brewing. It's their Pilsner, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Number eight is another one of our favorites, Groundbreaker Brewing with their Olali. And I thought it was really interesting because this is their um, 
rose hips seasonal fruit one. And I think it's so awesome and so unique. And that's why I nominated it. Number nine is Aurochs out of Pennsylvania. I know you know them. Uh, yeah, Aurochs. I know. Yay. And then number 10 is Moon Shrimp, another small brand out of the Pacific Northwest. I forget if it's Oregon or Seattle, but they were when we did the Portland um, event, they were there as well. So good for them. Excited to see some dedicated gluten-free ones yeah. that are actually yeah. on here. So that makes me yeah, very not, happy. Not like the really big brands. Yes. That's interesting. Happy for that. Very cool. Best gluten-free pizzeria. I have two of my favorite nominations are number two and three, which I love. Um, Number one is actually Via 313, which is from Salt Lake City. And they are now in Phoenix and everyone is losing their mind over it. And their gluten-free crust, by the way, and their gluten-free everything is made with the Caputo's flour, which has deglutinized wheat starch. And whatever. I mean, people make things with it. There's, you know, a char had the croissants made with the Codex approved gluten, the gluten removed wheat starch. It's been used in Europe forever. That's why things taste so freaking good in Europe. But would I risk it if you're going a million times a week and eating multiple things of these pizzas? I don't, I don't know. It's not for me. I'm going to try it, but I'm not going to like claim it's my favorite when I have so many other gluten-free pizza places. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two is Picasso's and number three is Spinato's. So those are both um, gluten-free Spinato's is not um, dedicated gluten-free. Picasso's isn't either, but the only thing that they make with gluten in their item is another wheat pizza that is made separately. So I don't know. It's kind of a weird one. I, again, I am just a nominator. I'm not the person who votes. Um, have you been to Via 313? Have you tried their wheat starch pizza? No, I, I haven't tried anything with, um, with wheat starch. I mean, it's like you make amazing pizzas, no gluten, no problem makes amazing pizzas and they're not, nobody's using the deglutinized wheat starch. So yeah. if a company is making it, I don't feel like they're cheating. I just feel like, <laughs> come on guys. Yeah. The the thing I think that bothers me the most about it, to be honest with you, is that there are so many people who don't realize what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just think it's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's just something about the marketing aspect of it that Transparency? I think Transparency? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And And, I mean, when people understand and then they make the choice, that's fine. But like, I think a lot of people are like, what, what? I didn't know that was what that was. And and it's just kind of like glucose syrup. Do you feel that way too about glucose syrup that's used in like gluten-free candy? Yeah. I, I mean, that doesn't affect me as much because I don't eat candy really, but um, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like, just tell me what it is like, Mm -hmm. and then let me make the choice. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's just, it just feels a little icky because so many companies are using it and they're just saying, that's yeah, gluten-free. Gluten-free. So good. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. I've actually had some readers that are like, oh, is this bakery that you talked about, is it good because it's using the flour? And I'm like, well, good for you for thinking that. But that's also really jacked up that you think that the only reason why bakery is good yeah. is because it's using the, um, yeah. the wheat starch flour. Um, but they're mm-hmm. not. So, yeah, it's definitely a topic that's kind of hot right now in Phoenix because yeah. it just launched 
And everyone's yeah. like, what do you mean they use meat starch? You're like, yeah, it's fine. I haven't gotten sick. That like, that's, that's cool. It's really interesting. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful invention from science and um, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very interesting because there are a lot of similarities between that and the deglutinized beers um, in terms of testing. And yeah. what I mean by that is that it's difficult to explain in a, in simple terms to people how to test this gluten removed wheat starch for the parts per million intact of proteins. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's uh, because proteins that are not intact. And we do know from beer testing that some celiacs react to mm-hmm. the non-intact protein, even yes. if it's broken apart or washed. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And if they use enzymes versus just water washed, yep. then they have to, they have to test it with two different testing methodologies versus just one. And some of these, companies that are using it are not disclosing whether they're using enzymes or not. And the enzymes water are water washing for starch or yeah. water washing. Right. And so it's, it's very complicated and people who are just you going can't to store put that on the back of a menu or knows. Yeah. No, you can't and, put and if you're just the differences between water washing yeah. and enzyme treated and no. the different tests that they need on the back of a no. freaking pizza menu. No. Right. And a disclaimer. No. So, right. And Caputo's has not answered the question about whether or not they're using water washed or enzymes, you know, to remove the wheat starch. I mean, to remove the gluten from their wheat starch. So, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it kind of almost is like the Reese's question we were asking earlier. Like if there's other choices that are totally safe and delicious, why would I eat that? Yeah. I don't know. But that's me. Again, I'm not yeah. judging other people. I just wish that it was more transparent. That's the thing that I mm-hmm. want because then people can make their own thoughts and conjectures yeah. and opinions. You know, yeah. there are some people who are like, why would you ever eat at a, a buffet at a conference? You should bring all of your own food. And then there's people like me who <laughs> choose to eat it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they can judge me for that as much as anyone else can judge them yeah. for choosing to eat at a pizza place that uses the deglutinized wheat starch. Yep. Everyone has to make their own opinions. Again, just wish that it had information. Yeah. And not yeah, to scare totally. people, not to scare people away, but just to give them the information. Yes. So they feel informed. Yes. That's yes, all that we totally. want to know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. And I think, like I said at the beginning of this conversation, I just think it's the transparency issue. Yeah. And the people, the people are like, what? And then honestly, there are a lot of people who can't have wheat. Yeah. It's not even about like gluten for them. They can't have wheat. And it used to be that if it said gluten-free that they knew that they were safe Mm -hmm. and that's not the way it is anymore because Mm -hmm. of this. And so now, you know, there's just, it it just makes life more complicated for a lot of people. Okay. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. We hope you have a safe time trick or treating and handing out, um, you know, good, safe candy for Teal Pumpkin Project. Um, we'd love to hear about what you're handing out for this Halloween and what gluten-free baked goods you're making for Halloween too, because that's part of yes. the fun as well. So please let us know, yes. tag us, send us instant messages. 
um, send a carrier pigeon as long as you just talk to us, you know, we want to know that you're out there. So thanks so much for tuning into another episode of You Had Me Eat. We'll be back next time as we recap some exciting stuff from the American College of Gastroenterology uh, annual scientific meeting. Looking forward to it. Yay. All right. Happy Halloween, everyone. All right. See ya.